Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday episode where we do a deep dive into a particular astrological topic or theme. And today I wanted to discuss the ongoing energetic dance between both Saturn and Neptune in the very, very late degrees of Pisces. Now, they will not be conjunct in Pisces, so I want to make that clear. They will be conjunct at zero degrees of Aries, and that exact conjunction will happen February 20th, 2026. But because these are both slow-moving outer planets, they are still interacting. They are still in resonance with each other, a bit like bumping shoulders, doing a do-si-do, doing a dance together that is still within the same energy field. So before they have that exact conjunction in Aries, both are moving through and working with the final degrees of the zodiac. And this is important. This is a very big energy cycle for us to know about and to understand because the end of the zodiac, as we know, is the end of a 360 degree point wheel. It's the end of an archetypal journey. And for Neptune, it's the end of about a 165-year cycle. Now, Neptune and Saturn have a conjunction around every 36 years. 36 years. So let's go back. I'll go back to the last century. And they were conjunct in August 1917 at 4 degrees of Leo. Then they were conjunct in 1952 and 1953, they actually had three conjunctions there in the early 1950s at 21 and 22 degrees of Libra. Then they were conjunct again in 1989, three times, March, June, and November 1989 at 11 degrees of Capricorn. And now we're approaching their next conjunction in February 2026 at zero degrees of Aries. So this is a significant cycle simply because it's a 36-year synodic journey, both ending and opening with Saturn and Neptune. And they're very different energies, which I'll get into here in just a moment. But I feel there is added significance here because not only are they both working with the final ending points of the zodiac, signifying big transitions, big removals, a lot of endings on our planet, but they also have never been exactly conjunct at zero degrees of Aries before. Now I got in my time travel machine and went back and did some investigating here and they were conjunct, if the records are accurate, at two degrees of Aries back in 593 BC. Now it's possible that that's a little bit off depending on record keeping and various other elements there. But just note that what we're approaching is a really powerful beginning point that can really only develop after some powerful endings. So let's get into some of the energies and archetypal descriptions that we attribute to both Saturn and Neptune. Now, Saturn is about form. It's about reality, what creates our life, man-made structures, buildings, your coffee mug, what you can touch and hold, what is visible in our 3D reality. Saturn is connected with time and timing, Saturn being known as the timekeeper. 
and how we essentially structure our days and our lives. Saturn is connected with maturity, responsibility, commitments, how we show up and take care of what we need to do in a day so we can pay those bills, so we can buy more coffee to put in our coffee cups, so we can really be grounded in to the reality of our 3D experiences and our 3D lives. Saturn is a reality check guide. It is the mentor, the expert, the one who has experience through years of knowledge, through being in the game. Saturn has skin in the game. Saturn is where you understand more of how things work through perhaps those hard knocks, those tough lessons, what you've needed to look at and face in this lifetime because karma is associated with Saturn as well. What is unfinished? What consequences have we not taken care of or what consequences have played out because of previous choices, whether those are this lifetime or previously? Saturn is the one that wants to bring us into our power in the 3D, wants us to be powerful as we navigate through the matrix energies. And Saturn will challenge what is weak in order to make it stronger. So Saturn gives you resilience. Saturn allows you to build those muscles. In fact, Saturn is going to the gym and using the leg extension machine, the lat pull downs, you're on the treadmill, you're doing the seated row. These are also Saturn energies and expressions as these are ways of making the body stronger. So knowing how Saturn operates just through these general understandings can help us see that Saturn is also giving us a sense of purpose in our lives. What am I doing with my time here? What am I choosing? What am I directing my energy towards? How am I taking responsibility for not only what I do to pay the bills and take care of my physical health, but am I on track for what I want to experience in this life? And am I owning that? So the mastery and authority that Saturn also gives us comes through seeing our results, understanding what we want to accomplish and experience, and allowing us to live with greater intentionality. And that's something that Saturn truly loves is how we can be intentional with our choices, our body, our mind, our goals, our direction, everything about our time here on this planet. So Saturn connects us to what the heck we're doing with our resources, with our lives, and with our energy. Now, when Saturn then interacts with Neptune, Neptune is quite honestly the opposite. Neptune is about what is invisible, what we don't see with the naked eye. Neptune is what's formless, what is just energy and motion, what we feel, what we sense, your intuition. It's what you're picking up in the ethers. Neptune is the energy of what we can't touch, of what we can't hold, and what is moving through us. And the Neptune energy is actually very powerful as it's how we learn to rise above the mundane. We learn to rise above the Saturn structures and not only focus on what is man-made or what is in our life, but to know we're bigger than this reality. We're bigger than this lifetime and that the energy is designed to continually be in motion, to dissolve and then reform. We're allowed to transcend. We need to surrender. We need to trust that it's okay to let things go. It's okay to allow things to be removed 
once you're no longer an energetic fit for it. Neptune is also where we simply trust. And we also have to trust our own process because Neptune really connects us with how we deal with letting go especially in Pisces. Now, Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011. And this means we've been in these ongoing lessons of spiritually ascending, learning to work with our intuition and our feelings, learning what it means to release our attachment or our grasp to something, allowing parts of our lives to dissolve and to exit. And this, of course, can bring up grief. This can be difficult. This is the surrender. This is the unknown. And Neptune and Pisces is when we feel like we're just floating on the ocean and that there is no wind at our back. We don't know where this is going. You could feel like there's a lot of storms at times. And then Neptune can also pull you into that abyss of Pisces, feel like it pulls you into the depths of those ocean currents or brings you into new places in yourself that you haven't known before, you haven't met before. And we attribute this to parts of our spiritual growth, or rather we can attribute that. That is, of course, up to you how you want to describe it. But Neptune and Pisces is part of the collective ascension journey right now. It's how we've been pulled into more of our spirituality, wanting to understand more about our soul and our essence and energies and our intuition, wanting to wrap our minds around some of these bigger concepts that can be quite difficult to put into a linear understanding. They're not rational. They're not logical. But there's something that energetically speaks to us that reminds us that we're more than just this moment in time. Because Neptune, especially in Pisces, is timelessness. It's the eternal journey of energies, the eternal journey of the soul. So when we have Saturn and Neptune conjunct in Pisces, we're having some very fascinating dances here that are quite extreme and contradictory. They are also tapping us into more of our ability to work with Pisces energies. So when we look at these two planets together, Saturn and Pisces, Neptune and Pisces, Neptune is stronger. Neptune is the more prominent energy here. It's more influential because it's in its home sign of Pisces. So it's very comfortable. This is its home domain, its home energy. It also is the outer planet that stretches beyond where Saturn can reach. And we think of Saturn as the ringed planet, the ringed planet with those boundaries, with clear understanding of what is and what is not inside of Saturn's realms. So Neptune and Pisces is the bigger energy. And since March 2023, this Saturn and Pisces has been traveling behind Neptune and Pisces and bringing up things that we are ready to transcend, to dissolve, to complete, allowing us to see parts of our soul growth journey, what we are karmically ending for ourselves, where we are elevating and ascending to new levels of trusting energy, trusting our intuition, trusting our feelings. And all of this is coming up since Neptune entered Pisces in 2011. So that's something to keep in mind is that this Saturn in Pisces could show you how far you've come in the Pisces areas of your chart since 2011. And you could have some really beautiful understandings of your spiritual path, how your intuition has developed, perhaps more spiritual understandings that resonate with you, that fit for you. Pisces is also a loner. 
You've had to do things on your own. You've had to get quiet and listen. You've had to shut down the mind, turn off the ego, go inside, open up to things that could be really confusing at times. Do I trust this? Do I believe this? Is this real? Well, it's real in a way that's different than Saturn's reality because it's not real like your coffee cup. It's real like something else that you just know and you feel and you sense. And we can be very shut down to that part of ourselves. We can be very shut down to the power of our intuition, to the power of our emotions, of our heart, of what we're really feeling. And there's many reasons why we can be shut down to that. But both of these energies want us to open up to them want us to open up to more of what we're feeling, to see it as part of our superpowers and to know that these are energies that we also can work with to navigate the multiple energies that we ebb and flow through here on the planet. So there's a lot that can be said about each of these planets as they move through Pisces. But again, what I want to focus on is their interaction together, especially as Saturn comes up behind Pisces and is traveling in those last degrees of the zodiac, especially in 2025. So that's a big energy period here for these themes that I'm going to go into. And again, they're not conjunct, meaning Saturn and Neptune are never exactly conjunct in Pisces. But they remind me of this very funny thing where do you have a sibling? And did you ever play this game with your sibling when you were younger and they would like take their finger and stick it right on your face and be like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. But their finger is like, what, a centimeter, an inch from your face? That's this energy. It's like, okay, they're not touching, but they're right there. And they're right in each other's space. And they're right in each other's territory. So they are working together. But again, I feel it as this dance. I feel it as this ebbing and flowing that's bringing significance here to the end of the zodiac, the end of a huge 165 year cycle, but also the end of parts of our reality on this planet. So I'm going to touch on some things to give us a heads up around what can be showing up for us, especially 2025, 2026. And to also remember that we're moving towards new beginning points as well. So for all the ways these energies could feel like it's a lot to deal with, and it is, it's a lot of endings. It's a lot of things that are complete, mostly because Neptune and Pisces says so. And it's things that we will have to work through as our reality changes. So one thing that we're going to see here is going to be evident through our ongoing weather cycles. And that is very Neptune and Pisces, which controls the bigger ebbs and flows of energy on the planet. I shouldn't say controls, I should say works with and is an influential factor in what we move through, not only in the ocean, but the wind currents, what is moving around us and what is designed to keep moving. And so with Saturn here, Saturn being what's man-made, man-made weather systems, man-made weather experiments that have been ongoing for decades now, man-made manipulations of the weather, of the oceans, of the winds, of the clouds, of the rain. I mean, you can research this. There are some public experiments around how artificial rain has been created, artificial rainmaking through something called cloud seeding. And that is just one part of 
these experiments. So these are ongoing themes with both Saturn and Neptune and Pisces. And this brings up bigger things around the ocean, ocean currents, ocean tides, uh, beach erosion, hurricanes, typhoons, flooding, melting, glaciers melting, ice caps melting, and what that all means for the forms, structures, and earth on our planet. It was just recently reported that the East Coast is sinking along the Atlantic Atlantic coast there, um, anywhere from 0.08 to 0.2 inches per year. There is documentation that the sea is rising, the water level is rising, not to mention perhaps other parts of the ocean that we haven't fully researched or investigated yet, where we aren't even sure of everything that's going on, where the tectonic plates are meeting, or in the depths of the ocean, where there is more that we can't see and fully understand. So keep in mind that this is a very big theme here with these planets in the final degrees of Pisces, and that the Neptune in Pisces is about dissolving physical boundaries, dissolving Earth, allowing things to shift into a new form. And there could be a sense here of things clearing out. Now, not just through the weather, but through other forms, other things that we experience that we have relied upon. There can be a dissolving of man-made structures. There can be more things that are influenced by these bigger changes in this cycle. So there can be a dissolving of physical boundaries, a dissolving of lines, a dissolving of state lines, of lines between countries. There can be a dissolving within our possessions. I know that sounds kind of funny, but that's part of these themes is that there's things that we own that we don't want anymore. So we give it away or we donate it or we dismantle it, recycle it, change it into something else. Similar to some of places where you can upcycle. You take something apart and then you allow it to be used for another purpose or for something else. That can also be a part of these energies. Now, something else I wanted to be sure and touch on is that it can help to put the bigger recent journey of Saturn into this equation, meaning Saturn just had its powerful conjunction to Pluto in January 2020. And of course, we talked at length about that. And I've done various podcasts for you on that topic. But Saturn conjunct Pluto was about things in our life changing permanently. And we saw how that played out in 2020 and beyond. How Saturn conjunct Pluto in Capricorn was about demolishing, dismantling, big transformative energies to evolve us, but how it worked with our everyday reality, how it brought up things that we never done before. And we had to adjust. We had to be adaptable. We had to be in our power and be ready to work with what was changing in our world. So Saturn went through that intense, deep reprogramming through a conjunction with Pluto. Now Saturn is working with this Neptune energy. Again, not an exact conjunction, but still right there, shoulder to shoulder, and is really feeling those effects of Neptune and Pisces. And so one thing this can bring up 
is that Neptune in Pisces is about the unseen, right? It's what we can't see or touch, it's what we feel. It relates directly to our health and healing, how we heal ourselves energetically, how we take care of our health. Neptune in Pisces relates to viruses, respiratory issues, anything that is degenerative, that dissolves the body, that affects the mind. Unfortunately, it is dementia. It is degenerative issues in the body, whether that is in the bones, in the brain, in the immune system, in the skin, any parts of our physical form can be impacted by these unseen energies that again, maybe you only see under a microscope, but you feel it. You feel when you're getting a sore throat, you feel when something is going on and it feels different in your body. So Saturn working with Neptune and Pisces can mean another health crisis. It can mean another health crisis that is actually exponentially bigger than Saturn conjunct Pluto. And I know we are all groaning about that. And you're saying, no, Molly, don't say that. I don't want that. I'm already exhausted from everything we've been through. But it is my job to report what the astrology suggests. So yes, with Saturn and Neptune and Pisces, there can be another health crisis. There can be more healing required. There can be more global effects around a health crisis that would be bigger and more extreme than when Saturn was conjunct Pluto. So when we see these energies coming up in the astrology, it is a heads up. It is something for us to then be responsible around, to prioritize. What do I need now to support my body, to support my energy, to support my health? What is correct for me in knowing myself, especially what we've been through in recent years? Also, this energy can bring up significant endings, passings, big soul groups leaving the planet. This is not fun to discuss. I know this isn't the most uplifting topic, but that's what this energy is. Again, the final degrees of Pisces, big endings, big closures, big karma being released. And one of the gifts of Pisces is to help us in going higher in the energies because there can be a lot of challenge and burden, especially with Saturn. It can be the heaviness. How do I deal with this? How do I work with this? And yet what we're meant to do is go higher into a soul choice or a spiritual growth to go higher into what could be the bigger meaning of this that is supporting the soul's journey. If you haven't done so already, I would recommend reading Dr. Michael Newton's books about journey of souls, if you're interested, if it resonates, because it can help with these Pisces themes of how souls come in and leave when they need to. And that for us at a human level, it's very hard. Grief is hard. It's difficult to let go when we don't expect it. It's difficult to deal with a lot of deaths, unexpected deaths. It's difficult to see young people leave. It's difficult. So how are we going to handle it? How are we going to handle it with an understanding of not only what we're feeling and the compassion required in moving through grief and surrender, but also how can we take care of ourselves to stay healthier or to stay in a place of understanding that there will be new beginnings that follow and to really bring in more 
of the spiritual understandings. And that's what can help with these Pisces energies. And that's different than what we went through, for example, when Saturn and Neptune were conjunct in 1989 in Capricorn. That was when, for example, the Berlin Wall fell and the year where we had protests in Tiananmen Square, the end of the Cold War. In South Africa around that time, there was the abolishment of apartheid. During this time in the late 1980s, Hamas was founded. And of course, we're moving through big energies on the planet around Israel and Palestine right now. So those are just some of the main things that were transpiring during the last Saturn-Neptune conjunction in Capricorn, which was about the leadership, who was in charge, authorities, fighting the institutions, looking at where responsibility needed to be taken. So those Capricorn energies were a different expression. And now we're in the Pisces energies, which is completions, endings, karma, closing. And that's why it brings up more for us to be aware of and to look at in how those endings are occurring. Now, another big theme here with these energies in Pisces will be related to entertainment, the entertainment and glamour industry of Hollywood, of Bollywood, of the arts, the movies, music, all of those energies, that's the huge umbrella, are all ruled by Pisces because they're fantasy, their imagination, there's filters, there's makeup, there's hair, there's different effects, there's different things that create the world of entertainment, which is escapism, which is where we go at the end of the day when we don't want to think about our problems and just give me something else to indulge in and to enjoy. So escapism is a big part of this energy signature that directly relates to the entertainment world. This can include awards. This can include what we consider entertainment, how it has influenced the masses, the messaging, the themes. Is it all propaganda? What's real? What's true? What's going on behind the surface? What's really operating behind closed doors? Those are big themes here as both Saturn and Neptune move through Pisces and it's going to be revealing. And what this does with Saturn is Saturn makes what's invisible visible. So that's part of this dance. Even though Neptune and Pisces is stronger, here comes Saturn and saying, you got to look at this. It's time to see this. It's time to understand what's going on and what's happening. And so the entertainment world is certainly up for Saturn's review as Saturn moves through Pisces. It also brings up all forms of escapism and where we go to get out of, again, this reality. Now that can show up through not only entertainment, but virtual reality, gaming platforms, uh, books, you know, things that we turn to. This can also bring up what we use as a form of escapism, alcohol, drugs, substances, medicines that alter states of consciousness. This can bring up more around legalizing marijuana and the use of various forms of mushrooms for healing purposes. Just a few things off the top of my head. This can bring up the drug trade on this planet and what is truly happening across borders, across different entities. Uh, this will highlight all of these industries as well. 
And so we're going to see more revelations around alcohol, drugs, substances, medicines, anything that takes us into altered states of consciousness. Now that also brings up altered realities, how we have learned to navigate through reality, what we can handle energetically and what we can't. So this is going to be important for you if you're an empath or a highly sensitive person to look at what you need to really stabilize yourself, where you need to detach, where you need to step back and take care of your own energy, your own needs, how you're being responsible to yourself. Now, the Pisces energies can bring up the ocean of your subconscious. It can bring up dreams, phobias, nightmares, paranoia, repressed memories, ancient symbols like fears too through multiple lifetimes. You can't grasp where they've come from or what they mean or what they're about. You're feeling it. You're sensing it. It's a frequency that's speaking to you. We're going to need to know how to responsibly manage these parts of ourselves, how we can take control and say, okay, I have choices here. This is what I need to do. If there have been addictions, hidden addictions, people could feel pushed to, I'm ready to turn a corner on this. I'm ready to take control of this part of myself, this part of my life. I'm not going to let this be in control of me or run the show. So these can be empowering decisions that are made for the betterment of your health and the betterment of your own journey, as well as how you're ready to own your time on the planet. Now, the Pisces energies also brings up what is mystical and magical, what is intuitive, fantasy, imagination. It is escapism, but it's where we go to create. And that would be a healthy outlet here with both Saturn and Neptune in the final degrees of Pisces. You could feel like you're ready to create something new. You're trusting more of the dream messages you're receiving or those intuitive downloads. You're feeling closer to your spirit guides. You feel like, oh my goodness, I'm really channeling or I'm opening up to more messages. By the way, I've recommended this book before too, but if this is something you want to prioritize, you can check out this book by Sanaya Roman called Opening to Channel. And it's going to help you with getting into that frequency state, with trusting it, with allowing it to be something that you can tune into and work with. So our ability to go into more of the fantasies, the magical energies, the mystical realms will be supported. And it could be something too that you feel supports you which would be a more uplifting, positive expression of Saturn and Pisces. This supports me. This is actually good for me to take a break and to do so in a healthy way or to have this art project to go to or to have something that I dream about that I put energy into. This certainly is music. And I think about how music is a way to move energy, right? The songs, the lyrics, the melodies. It's a way to move an emotion or move an energy through you that can feel really good. It's like why you listen to a certain song on repeat a thousand times and you would never want anyone to know, but it's because it's moving energy through you. It's supporting something that is good for your well-being and helping you to move through something. Now, other themes related with Saturn and Neptune in Pisces relate to the abandonment and rejection themes that are quite prominent in our consciousness now. This could be bringing up 
where you have felt abandoned or rejected in other lifetimes as well as this lifetime, feeling like you have nowhere to go that's safe, feeling like a misfit, an orphan. This is connected to feeling like, where do I go when I don't fit into what is traditional or I don't know where I belong? And part of the Pisces energy is to tune into your spiritual journey. And to know that, of course, you're connected to something bigger than you. And yes, there are themes of healing involved. And there's things that we have to practically look at. So this could be deeply reprogramming abandonment. Maybe something that was really scarring from childhood. It was really traumatic. It was really deep. But I'm even feeling like it wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. You were on the receiving end of something or you were going through an experience that at a soul level you wanted to have in this lifetime. Um, Of course, apply your own spiritual understanding if you have one. But know that there's things that we move through that we're meant to move through it. We're meant to allow it to flow through us and to not stay connected to our self-love or our self-worth. That there's things that can detach us from how we are unconditionally loved and accepted. And so how are you taking that on so that you can have greater compassion for yourself, greater love for yourself, especially if you've been through a lot of hard stuff. And that's just part of many people's lifetime is it's just been tough. It's just been hard. It could be repeating themes, right? It could be a lot coming up that you're like, how do I get a handle on this? How do I move through this? Well, chances are you need support. You need others who know you're capable of it. There's others who will see your power, see your ability to make a new choice. But Saturn and Pisces is going to require you to do so, to take control, to take command, Take command of something that maybe has felt bigger than you, where you felt powerless, where you've had that victim consciousness frequency. And we don't always like to see that in ourselves, right? We don't always want to look at our self-pity or our blame or the energies we toss around unconsciously. But there's something here where Saturn and Pisces wants you to claim it because there's a new choice. There's a new direction to go. There's a new way to raise your frequency. There are new ways to take it on is, okay, yes, this happened. I accept this happened. I accept that this was what I chose. This was my direction. I accept that that's who I was then. And I also accept that I am growing into a new version of myself. I trust that in myself, that there's more. There's more for me to open up to and expand into. And that's how we continue to reprogram ourselves so that we know that even with the hard knocks of our real world experiences, we're designed to continually to ascend, to raise up. But we have to take responsibility for that. And Saturn and Pisces wants you to do so. Take responsibility for your energy in all ways and know that there are new options and new choices that can be available to you when you do so. Another significant theme in these energies is about big karmic endings, big things closing out, things that you didn't even know you were carrying, something in your subconscious being made conscious. You're completing a deeper soul story. There's something going on that could be really hard to understand, but you feel it. And you could even feel 
like you're being magnetically pulled in one area of growth and you don't know why. And you're like, what is going on? I don't understand what this is, but I'm going to trust it. I'm going to trust the energy. This is your intuition speaking to you. This is more of your energy opening up. This is actually beautiful validation that you're growing and you're evolving. When you start to feel those messages and you start to sense them and you know it's happening for a reason and you could even compare it through hindsight. Like look back five years ago and think about was I receptive to this kind of information, to these feelings, to these messages? Was I open to it or did I just push it away? Did I ignore it? Was I not even paying attention? But now if you are, beautiful validation of your growth, of what you're understanding about your power that's expanding. This is a new rise in spiritual power. This is spiritual empowerment if you choose to take it on, if you choose to see it in that way. And this is part of the ascension journey. And so with the strong Pisces energy, there is a split in consciousness because there is a split into the separation consciousness of again going into the victim the powerlessness the stuff that is overwhelming and then there's also the rising up into i am connected to all that is i am connected to all energies in the galaxy in the universe and so what am i going to do with that empowerment with that level of understanding Now, safe to say, there are days when we can sink, right? Our energy sinks into the overwhelm, into the separation consciousness. We go down into those places and we can feel really sad, really lost. We could feel like, have I missed the boat? Did I mess everything up? Am I lost and everything is hopeless and I don't know what to do? And that could be part of an exhaustion that you're feeling at a soul level that is meant to move through you, that requires your self-care. That means just take a break. Just give yourself some downtime. And again, have some healthy ways of moving the energy through you, moving it in a way that allows you to not identify with it, to not latch onto it, to just be a hard day or a tough month. We all have them. We all have them. And so part of what we're learning with Pisces is looking at our attachment issues, looking at where we attach because everything ends, everything changes, the good and the bad, as we could label it, everything is designed to move through us. So how can we detach and be in the flow, a flow of trust, a flow that is like, well, obviously I'm being directed here for a reason, or this is opening me up for something that I don't know yet. That could be exciting. That could be so exciting. Like, let's be courageous. Let's go for it, right? Let's see where this could lead as you're trusting yourself more and how it lights you up and that the unknown can be exciting because it can be new experiences, new adventures, new possibilities that are waiting for you, but requires you to trust that movement towards them. And that is also big here with the Pisces energies is that there are new pathways coming up in the spiritual journey and you could feel it intuitively, these openings. You could feel like there's something here that you can't quite see. You can't quite touch it, but you're realizing it's getting closer. It's rising up in you. There's more that you're able to connect with. 
because you're now at a higher frequency. And so that's also one thing to keep in mind is that we are elevating into higher frequencies, which require a letting go of those lower frequencies. So this is again, letting go of the karma, letting go of certain cycles or certain parts of yourself that actually you've outgrown. But then you can look at everything in your physical world that's connected to it. And you're like, but I don't want to give up my favorite coffee mug. You don't want to let go of certain things that maybe have held a lot of meaning for you, including a particular job or title or something in your life that's defined you. The universe is saying it's time to move on. It's time to move forward. New beginnings await. And they will be powerful once both Saturn and Neptune are in Aries. And yet there's things that we've got to, you've got to make a void for it. You've got to be able to clear it out. And the thing about it is that there's not immediate gratification. And we live in a world that wants immediate gratification, right? So here you are clearing things out, sitting in a void, surrendering, trusting, trusting, trusting. And it could feel like you're doing it for days, weeks, years. And here you are trusting, trusting, trusting. And you're like, okay, I'm ready for the new. I'm ready. Please validate this. Please confirm this is the right choice. Please affirm I'm going in the right direction. And those messages, again, could be quite soft and faint as that is the Pisces energy. Pisces is the watercolors. Pisces is the softer essence. Pisces is just the light breeze. And that's what you're meant to really trust and be like, okay, I can feel it. I'm on the right path. And then once the energies move in to Aries, Aries is the new fire, the new energy, the burst of a new start. And I'll be talking about that as we get closer to it, because it is quite interesting with Saturn and Neptune in Aries, where even though Neptune is the outer planet, Saturn is strong in Aries. Saturn is strong in Aries. So I'll do another show for you on that dynamic. But in order to have the new starts, you need the completions, you need the voids, you need the surrender. And even though it can be very emotional and very uncomfortable, it's almost like there's a spiritual promise here. There's something that you're feeling is guiding you forward and you're not meant to know it yet. And keep that in mind with both Saturn and Neptune going back and forth and Pisces. You're just not going to know. So how do you handle that? How do you handle the unknown? How do you handle the void? This is part of our spiritual work at this time. Because you can learn a lot by being receptive. You can learn a lot by checking in on your nervous system, on your mind, on your ego. And even I feel this as like calling yourself on it calling yourself out. Wow, I'm really trying to escape this. I'm really trying to distract myself from this. I'm really trying to avoid something. And maybe I don't need to have that pattern anymore. Maybe I don't need to do that to animate some other way of avoiding what is right in front of me or avoiding a part of myself that I actually want to claim and I want to love and I want to accept. So I guess I want to leave it on that message is that there's opportunities here to love yourself more for all the ways that we're messy, all the ways that we live our lives with many choices and options and behaviors and emotions and all the complexities of life, all the complexities of being human. This strong Pisces energy wants you to feel a download of unconditional love because that's how you're viewed through spirit. That's how you're viewed through your soul. 
And that's how you're viewed by people who love you, who know your heart, your soul, your abilities, who know your true essence, your true vibration, your true power, and that that's also what's coming through here, where it's dissolving the blocks, dissolving the blockages to any kind of lower expressions, lower parts of ourselves that we don't need going forward, that we don't need in the new earth, that we don't need in the new parts of ourselves that are rising up. It's an individual choice. It's a conscious choice. It's an intentional choice. And so to each their own, right? Each person will make their own choices and go in their own directions. But there's something here that is beautifully elevating our frequencies and our energies that maybe only you know and only you feel. This is part of that Pisces privacy, that Pisces desire to be left alone, to go into your own sacred space and connect with more of who you truly feel you came here to be in this lifetime. And of course, you could be feeling this energy. Perhaps it started for you in 2023 when Saturn entered Pisces. It can definitely be felt in 2024 and it will get bigger in 2025. So this will be a topic that I will keep touching on and we will keep discussing, but I hope this has given you some bigger understandings of the cycle we're moving through with both planets and Pisces and what is potentially opening up to us as we ascend, ascend beyond the ego, beyond the mind, beyond the body, and step into more of our spiritual essence and our spiritual power. As always, thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. You can find me at mollymccord.online. Be sure and check out my YouTube channel where I have a ton of free videos for you discussing more of these Pisces energies as well. And I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode. Take good care and I'll see you back here soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.